0: Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selective it's Friday afternoon, so that means I'm joined once again by Paul Gallagher, who's better known in racing circles as the voice of value. How's it going, Paul? Yep, yeah, fantastic. Um,
1: looking forward to it. Eight bumper races on ITV4 tomorrow.
0: Yeah, run? it's going to be a busy one tomorrow with eight races planned. Although I see there's a, an early morning inspection at Newcastle Plant, so we might lose one of those races.
1: Yeah, it'd be a shame if that one went. That's them. That's their sort of one of their big jumps races of the year. Probably their biggest actually. I'm just thinking um, the the Eider Chase, the sort of four mile marathon. So it'd be a shame if that went. But yeah, we'll see fingers crossed that it
0: managed to survive. Yeah, we'll have a chat about that later on, um, assuming that it will survive, but um, as you say, fingers crossed that it does. Um, Now, before we get started, it's worth mentioning that you sat down with John and Chris earlier in the week and had a look at some Cheltenham races ahead of the festival.
1: Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that. It was a good laugh. Um, I actually forgot to tweet it out. I just tweeted it out this afternoon, so um, anyone that follows me on Twitter should be able to see that and I'll I'll pin it to my profiles because that's a... that. Sort of review or preview of, of all the uh, all the championship races that'll be quite useful, hopefully, right up until um, the festival actually kicks off in two weeks' time. So, yeah,
0: that's hopefully people can get a listen to that and
1: pick out a bit of information at least, if, if not any winners.
0: Yeah, and always fraught with difficulty trying to do it at this stage. You know, still what, 17 18 days out, I see that Glenn Lowe has withdrawn from the Kim Muir, um, which has left a few anti post punters with their fingers burnt at this stage.
1: Yeah, that's the difficulty when you when you get get involved um, at an early stage with the particularly with the handicaps. There's so much that can go wrong, um, and there's different horses, a bit different options, and it looks like yeah, this one it looks like an injury or whatever. So. No, ideal it was as short as five to one I think. Um so that suggests that there's been a fair bit of money for him anti post.
0: So you know. Yeah. I have seen um odds Checker quoting that fifty eight percent of the bets so far on the Kim Year had been had been put on Glenn Lowe, so yeah, a few yeah. sore sore us today
1: That is that'll be people licking their wounds, you've done your money, um uh, but, but not even
0: uh, not even into March yet Yeah. Yeah. so at this stage we we'll always have a wee look back at last week and sad to say we had no winners um, although when Canton was cancelled last week but um...
1: no, pretty uh, pretty poor for me um, hoping to have an improved an improved week this week, that's been sort of 3 or 4 just slightly off form Saturdays and a few seconds and placed horses and the only highlight was 100 to 1 a couple of weeks ago that came in um, in the places but yeah I'm feeling a wee bit slightly off form so hopefully things will pick up as we head towards Cheltenham
0: Yeah hopefully you're just timing your run ahead of the festival, um, I suppose the big story last week was name who you know was serious concern about his welfare um, as he fell uh,
1: You know better than anyone. winner that just seeing him getting up was, was brilliant because um, obviously a horse held in high regard and it just didn't look, he didn't look right on the day and he's come to the last Looked pretty tired, and it was just a really tired fall. But he's crumpled on landing, and they thought, "Oh, here we go, it's a disaster." Yeah. So, um, and the tents, went up, and all that, and you're thinking this is a real problem. But absolutely delighted. Just before the end of the ITV broadcast, they sort of they were able to bring footage of him up walking about, and uh, with his groom, who was in tears, and Nichols was there. And oh, it was nice. I, I must admit, I was a wee bit teary-eyed when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: think it probably get the biggest cheer of the day. As it made it its did. way back, it, it
1: absolutely did. There was, pe- there was people openly uh, greeting in the stands, <laughs> when it so it's just like it's nice to
0: see. The yeah, story. yeah, it's good to see. Okay, so before we get started, uh, this week's tips, um, as usual, we'll have a wee look at the Who Knows Wins competition, um, from our partners Who Knows Wins. Uh, it's a brand new social betting app where you can bet against your friends and not the boogie. The last week there was a massive £230 in the pot. Um, which was won by Evedog. He took £152 of that in first place with just three winners from the six races that went ahead. So it's not a bad return um, for only getting 50% of the, your predictions right.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. I suppose that um, highlights that it was quite a tricky weekend to pick out the winners, so it wasn't just me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but,
1: yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's a great return, and that's probably a better return than he would have got, you know, back in the actually back in the horses. So yeah, fair play, that's excellent. And I like the the, the good returns you can get on, on who knows wins.
0: So yeah,
1: you can take
0: it again this week this week's competition is up and running Uh, as always it will feature the live races on ITV so at the moment that's 8 of them we're going to have a a look at them coming up in the podcast and we'd love you to get involved in the competition and put your wits against voice of value see if you can fare better than he does this week, it's a £5 buy in and the person with the most winners out of the eight races will take the biggest chunk of the pot so if you've not already got the Who Knows Wins app, head on over to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and search for Who Knows Wins and download it there we'll post a link to the competition on our twitter feed at gambler tips so keep an eye out for that okay let's get started on our tips for the weekend then and as i say there's eight races at idv uh, five from kempton two from lingfield and that one planned from newcastle so we're going to get started with the 150 at kempton
1: yep um regular followers will remember um, that we tipped Comanche Red back on uh, Boxing Day actually um, tipped him at like I think fifteen to two ended up absolutely smashed in, in the betting and then won nicely by nine lengths um, at four to one. So he is um, he's very much in my thoughts because this is this race is um, his first race since then and it's over the same course and distance. This is a better race, there's no doubt about it. So you know it's not just a case of Comanche Red turns up does the same again and wins. Um, I think he would need to do at least as well, probably better than last time to win this. Um, but that's very possible. Still an improving, uh, improving novice chaser. Master Tommy Tucker um, is a bit of an enigma. It seems to either win or fall on his face, um, mm. which is yeah, a bit of a risky proposition um, when it comes to when it comes to novice chasers. Fell last time out. It's impossible to know how well he was going to do. Um, so he's a bit short in the market for me for a horse that, that you know has got a. Uh, a reputation for falling and also i'm not sure even that his form's good enough to say he would win if he stays in his feet so i'm avoiding him the other one i liked um was southfield stone there's one at kempton before over a shorter distance but there's also one um, last time out quite nicely at Musselburgh over um a similar distance to what we've got in this one um brianie frost will ride that one for, for paul nichols um I think I'm just going to err on the side of Comanche Red because, um, yeah, I'm not going to desert him after his excellent performance last time. And I, I do think he's a horse that um, is going places and is going to improve. But um, as I see, Southfield stone is the main danger. So the tip will be Comanche Red. I think you're getting about 11-4 to 4 at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see. I think race bets are going 11-4 to 4 at the moment. Um, elsewhere, it's kind of 5-2, to touching 94. So, yeah, still well worth backing at that price, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the one to go for. Then our friends at these bets, get involved and take them on
0: eleven to four. Okay, next race is the one fifty at Kempton, but this looks like a tricky wee number.
1: Yeah, um, as I mentioned to you before we start recording, it's not one I'm going to have a bet in. Um, the solo is a fairly short-priced favourite for it. That's um, certainly the last time I checked, um, and Fujimoto Flyer is probably the alternative these are all um four-year-olds so they started the season as three-year-olds um and so it's what they, what's referred to as juveniles um th- there's a lot of question marks over them for example solo's the favorite but um, there's only two runs over hurdles and this will be its first run in the uk and both of its runs previously it have been a toy in france and um, so here there's a lot of questions to answer um in this sort of race I would maybe look for some sort of each way value, and um, maybe one, you know, that, that might be a bigger price and you're not you're not going crazy but you can have an interest in it each way. There wasn't really anything that jumped out at me in that in that sort of regard. So it's no bet for me and we'll just watch the race. If something wins it really well, like solo, then it's one to to bear in mind and um, we're going to the festival for the, the triumph hurdle, which is where the juveniles, the best juveniles
0: go. Um so yeah you know it's just one to keep a watching brief on for me. Yeah, really difficult these races for pointers, especially when they're doing play spots or indeed you know competitions like the who knows wins when eh, when you're almost you're forced to pick something and there's nothing to go on really in terms of one.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're going blind. I, I, I would advise probably to go for one of those to fujimoto flyer or solo if you're looking for your selection for the uh, for the who know's win but then I suppose if you you take a risk on one of the other ones you know, maybe like fantastic miss fox for example um, just picking that one out um, a mayor who's got a bit of a, an allowance um and has won a couple of fairly low grade races um over her dose last couple of times out that might be a sort of more of an outsider in um, could win and then you're you're absolutely laughing
0: yeah okay so next up we're heading over to the all weather at Lingfield and a much more promising proposition in this one
1: yeah pretty strong and um, f- relatively confident win bet here for me um the this day at Lingfield is the um the day of the, the winter derby which we'll come on to discuss later on but it's it's pretty decent quality um, flat racing on the all-weather um, for the time of year, so you've got to flip your mind back into flat mode and try and, eh, try and work, it, work out the form from that perspective, um, and I just find, I think, good effort, the favourite here is a pretty st- um, strong favourite and, and is entitled to be, um, he is an excellent form, course and distance winner, um, and is won, I think, his last three um, three outings and is now the top rated horse in the race they all carry equal weight and I think he's, he's going to have too much in hand for the rest of them so there was some 13 to 8 floating about again with race bets for that one and I thought that was pretty good value and it's likely to go off a, a bit shorter than that
0: yeah looking to make it fourth win in the bounce
1: yeah, so, you know, and, and, and only beaten half a length of the race before that as well into second. So an improving horse where there's others that maybe just aren't in form, um, you know, question marks over the whether they, this is their, their favourite time of year um, where it sees buzzing. So I think you, you, you tend to side with the, the form horse in those circumstances.
0: Okay, next up we're heading over to Kempton again and this one looks a much more competitive race.
1: Yeah, this one... um. It's pretty tricky to, to try and pick out the winner and, um y- y- This is the race that was due to be run at Wincanton last weekend and was called off. Um, it's got some of the same entries, but they reopened it. And so it's, there's a few others that, that, um, that aren't running. And my tip was Kel Stan last week, who's not going to run this week. So you're kind of back to the John board and go through the form again. Um there's a really interesting one. There's, the obvious ones are Chittabello, a Cheltenham Festival winner, I, I think perhaps won't, would prefer the ground um, a bit firmer, um, although they seem to have eased a go-in description to good to soft. I find that hard to believe, given the weather that's been about, I think it will still be fairly, fairly tricky. Um, Song for Someone is a horse that's won for us before. We've tipped it, um, I think, back in December. Elgin um, um, is a pretty short price for a horse who... He's coming back after it's uh, not running the, the jumps for over two years um, and about over a year and a half on the flat as well. So you're you're taking Elgin's well-being. Um, you have to take it on trust. So I, I wouldn't back that. But I'm very interested if Elgin comes out and bolts up here, um, he could be one for the champion hurdle um, if he's if it looks like he's in back it to his best form because the champion hurdle is pretty weak this year. But the one I like and um, I, I think is the, the sort of value pick. There's a horse called Diego Ducharmel, who we've tipped before, um, you'll probably remember, over fences. Um, yeah. And he's not run in, a, in a, over hurdles, rather, for about three years, I think, 2017, the last time he, he ran over hurdles. So it's really interesting to see him switch back here. What I'm thinking is that um, with the champion hurdle being pretty wide open and no obvious um no obvious uh, clear favourite for it. That Paul Nichols and um, Johnny De La Haye, who owns this horse, have thought: Why don't we just switch Diego de Charmel back? He's doing really well. He's thriving over fences. Let's throw him into this race and see how he fares in back over hurdles if he improved form. Sort of um, takes him takes him to higher rating over hurdles, and then he might actually become a champion hurdle prospect. Um, I think if he runs even to the form he's been running at over fences um, I think it'd be hard to beat here I think he's in pretty good form conditions will be fine for him and uh, I think he could give the rest of them a bit of a scare so there's five to one available at the moment Um, and I think that's a pretty fair bet so it'll be Diego de Charmel for me
0: Song for some ones, one that you've tipped a few times on the podcast as well take it that's not in your thinking tomorrow
1: Um, it it was and it's I think it's got a, a, a strong chance. I don't think there will be any difficulty with conditions probably suit it. Um, it's an improving handicapper. It probably needs um, a slight improvement to win this. Um, um, so I, I'm just basically at the prices. I'm thinking Diego de Charmel is slightly better yeah, value. 100% so,
0: better value. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Okay, so it's Diego de Charmill in the 2 25 at Kempton. Uh, next up is the only race from Newcastle uh, live on ITV tomorrow, which is the 2.45. Yeah, the
1: Eider, it's a, it's a famous marathon race um, at Newcastle. Um, you tend to need to be an absolute plodder to win this. Um, it's almost always run in um, a mud bath <laughs> this time of year. Um, and the, they can sometimes go over the line in slow motion, but it's its a good, fun race in um, to get involved with and often about of each way value because there's usually plenty of entries and um, there's only 12 entries this year which i think is a bit less than you would normally get and um, thankfully some firms are still going in um, four places each way so there's an opportunity to get a bit of each way value um the one i like um there's a few that, that are sort of interesting um the one i like is all the way down the bottom of the weights so it's the lowest rated horse in, in the race, but that means it gets to carry the lowest weight. It's a horse called Financial Outcome. Um, it's still a novice chaser, so it might end up going for the four-mile race at the festival. Well, it's now slightly shorter than four miles, they call it the National Hunt Chase. Um, so it might end up going there. But if it's good enough for that sort of race, it should be good enough to, to win this race off, uh, off a pretty low weight. And what's going to be really testing conditions. Um, it's trained by Rebecca Curtis, um, Welsh trainer who's very good with um, staying chasers. You remember a horse in T for Two, yep. um, which was placed in the National at least once, um, um, and is actually of the same ownership. Um, it's the same same people that own this horse that own that one. Um, as yet, this horse doesn't look to be anywhere near the same quality um, as t 42 was, but there's plenty of time um, to go for that. Um, this is, the horse is only a seven-year-old, and as I said, it's still a novice, so I think there's plenty of scope for improvement, and this should be the sort of test that it'll enjoy. A big marathon, four miles, and uh, heavy ground, um, and so it's bred to do quite well here. That's the one I fancy. And I just I was surprised to see I think about sixteen to one or fourteen to one then about um, widely available. So that's the uh, each way shout in this one for me. Yeah,
0: already won this season. I see it's returning through a window as well. So
1: yeah, that um, But yeah, but it was a fairly um, fairly straightforward novice chase that it won. Um and but it won it comfortably by twenty odd lengths, um, and it went up eight pounds for that. So I think that basically just proved that it was good enough to be in this race maybe not that it's good enough to win it um, but as you say um had a wind up as well which is you know, usually a positive positive. Um, and certainly if there was any issues with the wind that would have cleared it up and Rebecca Curtis um, is the sort of trainer that you would you'd think just quietly targeting the horse at this kind of race um, yep. so yeah I wouldn't be surprised to see it do well
0: yep decent um, each week claim at 14 to 1 yep Okay, over to our last race at Kempton. Uh, sorry, i are saying last race at Kempton and the first of a potential uh, double that we're going to talk about over the next few races.
1: Yes, the the highway
0: double.
1: Um, <laughs> the, yeah, this is, this is a good race as well, actually. Um, there's a couple of horses in it that interest me. Um, I'll mention, that the, I'll mention the, uh, the bigger price one first, and that's the Paul Nichols trained Bathsheba Bay, I think is how we pronounce it. Um, it's only it's not shown fantastic form so far um, but it's won a couple of races um, albeit by short margins Um, so it it doesn't have a particularly high rating but it's still it's only 5 year it's still got plenty of potential and i was surprised to see you can get a 33 to 1 about it in some places that's almost too big a price in 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 as much as if there's no sort of market confidence in it you're thinking why is it such a big price Um, But I just think with Nicholls being the guy he is, he obviously doesn't want to put the the horse into um, handicaps yet, Um, and so he obviously thinks it's it's good enough quality to compete at this level, Um, which is a grade two, class one race, you know, it's pretty pretty, um, high quality stuff. So I just thought it might be worth a small each way on that one, you know, just maybe half a point
0: each way yeah. either one just for interest. know um, the one, that, yeah, sorry. sorry, it wouldn't be a voice of value podcast without at least one thirty-three to one shot.
1: Exactly, yeah, I've tipped, I've tipped a couple <laughs> of it, so uh, I have to balance it out, yeah, I'm a crazy one. Um, and as we know, if one of them runs into a place, we're, we're laughing, you know. Yep. Um But yeah, the the one that I fancy as my main selection in the race. Um, is a horse Highway 102. Not to be confused with Highway 101, which also races uh, in the next race at Kempton. We'll come on to that later. But uh, yeah, Highway 102 is, is a novice hurdler here. Um, and kind of impressed me with his two wins um, in, in his first two starts over hurdles. Won both of them really comfortably on uh, sort of soft and heavy ground. Um, there wasn't much uh, in terms of quality in either of those races. They did it in nice style. Um, and that, that's always, you know, what you're looking for when it comes to novice hurdles. So this is a big step up, but there's not really anything in the race other than the Nikki Anderson horse and buzz, which is the, the favourite. Um, there's not really anything in the race that, that makes you think um, that it will be a difficult one for Highway 102 to step up. So I think um, the price that's available just now is pretty fair. I think there's 9-2 in on yeah. Highway 102. And the way I see it, he's only got one horse to beat. Um so that's that's the angle i take into it. so I'm back in Highway want to Highway one oh two to win, <laughs> yes. well. Easily done. Um and Bathsheba Bay, just a
0: small each way for interest, what I think is too big a price. And with nine runners, I take it as a decent each way shape to that. That's know, it, get yeah, to on it.
1: Even if there's one non runner um on Saturday morning, you're still okay with your three places each way. Okay
0: next we're going to go to Linkfield and we've not spoken about this man for a while on the podcast, but you're back in one of Frankie's uh, horses in this one. Yeah, a
1: podcast favourite um, is, is wee Frankie, great for racing, great character um, and he'll be getting the, the winter release on to, um, <laughs> down at Linkfield for this one, and um, this basically, this is a great race. I mean, it's hundred grand um, in the price pot for it, which would make it the, the most valuable race of the day. Um, the, the flat races do tend to be more valuable. Um, we've discussed that in the past, um, even though jumps racing is probably more popular amongst punters. But um, I think this is a two-horse race, really, between Bangkok and Dubai Warrior. Uh, it certainly looks that way in terms of the ratings. But... Um, Bangkok is rated £4 higher officially um, so that's a, a little bit in hand but it's not a huge amount um, and Dubai Water is a course and distance winner as, as is Bangkok um, but you know he has got that in his favour um, and it just strikes me that the prices aren't quite right I would have them not much in it um, maybe I, I certainly would have Bangkok as the slight favourite but in um, there's two to one available on Dubai Warrior, so just purely on a price basis, that's the that's the the win bet for me in the race.
0: Okay, so you're narrowing this down to a two horse race.
1: I think so, yeah. I mean that will probably come back to bite me in the arse. Um, <laughs> something at 66 the six one bolts up, but uh, no, I can't see I can't see others really um, getting involved. the, the,
0: the those two are, are are clear in terms of form and ratings um, from the rest of them. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be plenty on Dubai Warrior just due to the Frankie factor as well. Well,
1: that's the thing, yeah. I mean, I would get on that um, that horse tonight. I, I would take that two to one tonight rather than waiting because, yeah, the ITV live on ITV, people aren't in the, the flat racing mood and then it'll flick and they'll say, right, you know, next race up's the winter derby at Linkfield. On. Right, who's Frankie on? Boom, let's get on him, you know, for a bit of interest. So, yeah, um,
0: yeah I can see that price shortening, definitely. Okay. And last race today is the 335 at Kempton, where the other half of that highway double is in your sights.
1: It is indeed um, another good race here. Um, There's quite a few that that were of interest in this race, to be honest. Um, Quite a a few interesting horses, talk as cheap as in there. Black Corton is is a course and distance winner we know well, but um, has to carry top weight, um, which I think could be a big ask. but there are a few to consider. Um, the, the value I thought came down to i had a, a horse called Watmore, trained by Henry Daly. Um, Daly's brilliant at targeting horses for particular races and if he's had this one in mind then you would have to take it quite seriously. Um, but just his last couple of runs, Watmore's last couple of runs weren't brilliant. Um, and although he's still a novice thinking he's going to have to improve again. Um, so I'm just... Going to side with Highway 101, who we've tipped previously um, on the podcast a couple of times, I think, um, and yeah. he's been placed placed on both occasions. Um, and he, I think he's again he looks to be pretty good value and um, fairly consistent. He, I think what I have to say is if you look at his form, he's had two bad runs um, this season, and they've both been at Cheltenham. Um, I just think he probably doesn't like the undulating track there. Mm -hmm. He he was much better at Kempton um, at the the meeting just after Christmas uh, when he ran a nice race over um, this course and distance, in fact, um, to finish third. So he finds himself only one pound higher than he was that day. Um, So I think that is um, very fair and I think he would be in pretty good form heading into this and I think he's certainly to me represents good value I think it's 14 to 1 um, and Hills are paying 4 places on that price as well so that that's, to me is the, the best pick in the race
0: Yeah just a wee look while we were talking there at the, the double, the Highway 101 and Highway 102 double um, just currently at Bet365 is making up yeah. for a, a nice 66 6 double on the
1: day Yeah no, and
0: you know it'll be one of those ones that you look at the results and you go, God, why didn't I back that? Why <laughs> wasn't <Well>, I
1: <wouldn't laughs> on that? Either. I won't yet. Well, we'll be we'll be on it. Worth a uh, quid. A few, few quid. listeners will be on it. Yeah, it's a nice each way one because um, you're getting you're getting at least three places in the 302, and you're getting four places with some bookies in the 335.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I can see
0: certainly see both of those horses um being placed. So they're yeah, they're six, to six to one. Why not? Yeah, definitely. Why not? Good stuff. So, can you just give us a wee recap then of the eight races and your fancies in each of them? I can indeed. Um, the one fifteen
1: at Kempton, we're going for Comanche Red uh, about eleven to four. The one fifty at Kempton is no bet. The two oh five at Lingfield, good effort thirteen to eight. The two twenty five at Kempton, Diego de Charmel, five to one. That's a win bet. The, where do we go after that? The 2.45 uh, at Newcastle, and that's financial outcome, 14 to 1 each way bet. 3.02 at Kempton, Highway 102 at 92. 3.15 at Linkfield, Dubai Warrior, 2 to 1. And 3.35 is Highway 101
0: at 14 to 1. Good stuff. Now, just a reminder about that podcast that Paul and John and Chris uh, sat down and recorded earlier this week. Make sure you grab that. Um, that will be on your podcast feed, wherever you listen to the podcast. And you'll also find a link to it from our Twitter feed, which is at Gambler Tips. Don't forget to take part in the Who Knows Wins competition. Hopefully the more people we can get playing, the bigger we can make that prize spot. It'd be great to get it as big as last week, if at all possible. Um, there's also our football podcast with... Greg Browning um, plenty of tips on that for the football at the weekend if you're interested in that again you can see the link to that on our Twitter feed and that's us for this week so best of luck with your bets for the weekend and thanks once again to Paul for his time this afternoon
1: pleasure as always good luck to everyone